Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I really hate to start a video this way, but one time in school, I did something really, really bad. Myself and some friends, we broke onto the grounds in the middle of the night and using some string, a few pegs and a lot of pink spray paint, drew a 50-foot whopper on the school field that was about as anatomically accurate as the hoarder. Understandably, I was told that behaviour like this was disgusting, that I was a bad person and would thus never amount to anything. Well, suck it, Mr. O'Rourke, because now I run my own media empire and you're down to two supervised visits a month since the divorce. Anyway, Star Trek, yes, I mention all this because Star Trek has villains. And just like me, despite them getting their wrists slapped and their biology coursework doctor grade, they do often often win in the end. You might not see it at the time, you might not even see it in the show, but expand your mind slightly and see that the bad guys are often Trek's biggest winners. My name is Adam Cleary and these are 10 Star Trek villains who actually won. Number 10, Admiral Mendak. Can you even imagine what time of the day you need to get up at if you want to have the jump on Jean-Luc Picard? Minus a billion o'clock, I think, if that's a thing. Anyway, when the Enterprise is tasked with bringing Vulcan Ambassador Tapel to an important diplomatic meeting with the Romulans, they accidentally scramble all his insides in a freak transporter accident. Not sure what the Romulan word for awkward is, but that. However, all is not as it seems, as the crew of the Enterprise quickly deduce that something is afoot. They warp back to the Romulan ship, only to be greeted by Sub-Commander Selleck, who, I know this is just me, but does that look a lot like Tapel? Just, I don't know, more treacherous. Getting an earful from Picard, a smirking Admiral Mendak decloaks a second Romulan warbird, giving the Enterprise no choice but to slink off back to Federation space, or become space dust. Number 9, Charles Evans, Charlie X. Charles Evans here really wasn't a very good boy. Imbued with special powers when he was a baby meant he grew up with godlike abilities and, well, no conscience to quell his thirst to play with all of them. He was taken away from this world by the USS Antares, though he began to demonstrate his abilities not long after. They were very glad to be shot of him when they delivered him to the USS Enterprise until he, um, cool, how do I put this? exploded them all with his mind. Inevitably, Charlie then makes the Enterprise his plaything and the crew are powerless to resist. They concoct various schemes to relieve him of the burden of breathing, only for his old childhood pals to turn up and take him home instead. A spectacular L for all involved this, but in particular, everyone on the Antares who was smug about him leaving. Number 8, Vija. 
The first Star Trek adventure on the big screen is often maligned as a dull affair, and honestly, I cannot be asked for the argument here because if there is something more boring than this film, it's definitely the discourse around it. Anyway, while it's a complex issue, I guess Vija is largely the air quotes villain of the movie. It goes through three Klingon battle cruisers like I go through Mars bar ice creams, demolishes an entire space station, and takes over Lieutenant Ilea when she gets too close to it. Oh, and of course, melts Decker down into a warm butter before spreading him over its own consciousness so they can both become very happy space toast together. Feature's task is to report back to its maker, and in effect, that is exactly what it does. All while Starfleet just sort of have to, like, sit there and do nothing about it. Look at Kirk here, that is the face of a man who has absolutely zero idea what's just gone on, and to be honest, me too. Number 7, Nero. It's very easy to watch the end of the first Abrams movie and think, aha, Nero, away you go into your own black hole, about to have every molecule of your body turn into spaghetti for pretty much the entire rest of time. You are, my friend, a big loser. But here's the thing, Nero's beef was with Spock. Yes, he despised the Federation and wanted to hit them right where it earths, that's a great joke, but it was our pointy-eared friend he spent the better part of two decades waiting for. Which he did, successfully enough, before sucking Vulcan down a proverbial plug hole and killing literally billions. Better yet, not only did he want Spock to watch this happen, but there were two Spocks there to see it. If anything, that's a double win. Number 6, Intendant Kira. Nana Visitor can play some of the most tender scenes in the entirety of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. She can also play some of the coldest and most evil. The Intendant is a winner almost every step of the way. She first runs Terok Nor with half sensual and caring exterior and half complete madness and pure evil, flipping between the two in the blink of an eye. Even convincing rebel forces to keep her alive despite how many of them she must have killed over the years. Then she manages to worm her way into the ear of Regent Worf and manages to somehow avoid the many, many times Garrick tries to have her killed, pulling a win from virtually every single loss. Even her final appearance, to date, has her escaping yet again after preying on the kindness of Ezri. And yes, I've said it a million times, but evil Mirror Universe Kira, my heart beats only for thou. Number five, Luther Sloan. The thing about Luther Sloan, right, and actually while I'm here, the thing about Section 31 as well is that nobody seems to realise that as well as being the most secretive and shadowy operation in all of the Alpha Quadrant, they are also... <laughs> ...was probably down to them as well. So there you are, Star Trek's greatest ever conspiracy theory proved beyond a shadow of a doubt with facts, and I hope you enjoyed it because what culture will never, ever, ever let me talk about that again? Number four, Michael Eddington. Michael Eddington, or Jean Valjean, depending on how the day is, is either a stuffy Starfleet security officer or a philosophical theatrical leader of a terrorist cell. Say what you like about the writing, it gave us some incredible television. While Cisco finally gets his man, Eddington's true victory comes in his final episode. The Marquis have been all but wiped out by the Dominion and the Cardassians, and reports of a missile attack force Cisco to drag him out of a prison cell to call it off. Except, no, the whole thing was an elaborate ruse orchestrated by Eddington himself. Not to strike a blow against the Cardis, not to seek revenge on the Federation, but to save his friends and his wife. Which he does, albeit at the cost of his own life, even saving Sisko in the process. The thing is, while Sisko's fury at his former charge was over his betrayal of his uniform, Eddington always maintained he did so because he was fighting for a higher purpose. 
in laying down his life to save both his friends and his sworn enemy. Even Sisko had to admit that in the end, his cause was just. Number three, Commander Krug. Right, so quick checklist here. Krug gets his hands on the plans for the Genesis device. Bad. Then he kills his partner for merely looking at the data on it. Bad. He blows up the USS Grissom, bad, but kills his own gunner, bad, because he only wanted to knock out the engines, bad, so he could get his hands on all those prisoners, bad. He then manages to disable the Enterprise in a single shot, bad, and even puts Kirk in a position where he's forced to blow the old girl up, bad. And I know what you're gonna say, he does wind up getting duped into losing his own men, and our intrepid crew take his ship, and he falls into all of that lava, but, 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 he does have Kirk's son killed, so, really, who's laughing at the end of this one? It's him, isn't it? Number two, Khan. For everything I've just said, you can kind of count it double for Khan. By his own admission, all he wanted to do to Kirk was stab at him from hell's heart or something, and given how many people in engineering are chopping onions at the end of this movie, it's safe to say he managed it. In a very if I'm going down, I'm taking you all with me moment, Khan ignites the Genesis device with the Enterprise 2 banged up to get away. Spock, unaware he's about to spawn two of the franchise's most iconic lines, commits the ultimate sacrifice to get the ship running again. It's not just Spock's death that makes us a victory for Khan though. He goes to his molecular grave, fully believing that he's killed Kirk in the process. His one and only motivation in this movie is to make his old nemesis suffer, and whether that's through the fantasy of his death or the reality of Spock's, he wins. Number one, Gul Dukat. Dukat is the greatest villain of the Star Trek franchise ever, I just don't want a single at about this. While Khan may have icon status for his cinematic exploits, Dukat had the best character development of any big bad in the franchise's history. I mean, who else are you gonna come at me with on this one? Lursa Duras? <laughs> Think about it, for all the horrendous things he did during the occupation, name me one, one Bajoran who managed to get back at him for it. One, not even Kira managed to get a single jolt of satisfaction out of his downfall as the biggest L on his record, losing Deep Space Nine, came at the cost of Zial dying as well, and they were mates. I mean, just look at his win column. He allied the Cardassians with the Dominion, he got a fire demon into the Celestial Temple, he cut Sisko off from the Prophets, he is directly responsible for the death of Jadzia Dax, and he was indirectly responsible for the par rates on Bajor, and he even, you know, with Space Karen here. Now you know what I meant by win column. Hey, <laughs> great joke. Either way, the implication at the end of Deep Space Nine is that he is now immortal, so... Score? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.